Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody, on this Selection Day, on this Tuesday, November the 8th of the year 2022. It's great to have you with us. Sunny and pleasant today at a high of 62 in our forecast, trying to get into the 50-degree range here at some point this morning. And a short night last night at a basketball game late, of course. Illinois men's basketball, a 30-point win over Eastern Illinois, uh, 87-57. A couple of guys with double-doubles. And uh, we'll talk more about the uh, game, of course, uh, throughout the week, getting ready for the game on Friday night, football game on Saturday Lanai women play tomorrow night. Lots of stuff happening in the uh, sports side, of course, of things. Uh, but, uh, of course, today is Election Day, and so hopefully you're getting out there and voting. If you haven't voted already, I know a lot of people have already voted. I voted a couple of days ago. Others are in uh, line today at various places. So uh, let us know what you're seeing and hearing out there uh, for the next little bit. And, frankly, I'll just be honest, the way the schedule has gone today uh, Paul Rudy on the money. They are always on the second and fourth Tuesday. They'll be on here in the 10 o'clock hour. I've got uh, Mark David with the uh, Craft League here locally, the art fair coming up here. I'll have him on at the very end of this uh, hour, and then that's it for me today. So if you want to get on here in the next little bit, uh, you've got until about 9.45, 9.50, and then we'll uh, have our guest, and then we'll send you to the news, and then it'll be Paul Rudy. Tomorrow we'll have two hours with Jim Dye. Uh, Jim will sit in with me from the News Gazette. Patrick Finkston, who used to work here with us on the radio, he's with the Illinois, and we'll have him as well in the second hour for a while. And so we'll talk elections full bore tomorrow. But hopefully you're doing, uh, you're taking the advantage of the opportunity to cast your vote, make your decision known, your feelings where we are here in the midterms. And of course, uh, we've heard about the. Um, Increase in prices for electricity to be felt area-wide. Urbana residents won't be alone in facing nearly tripled electricity rates next year. Urbana officials warning local residents last week about the higher rates. Their municipal electric aggregation contracts with alternate power suppliers are about to run out at the end of the year bringing an end to the lower prices that were locked in before energy costs began to soar. All of that with Deborah Pressey in her article today in the News Gazette. So that certainly is a topic of discussion. Uh, the schools in Urbana off today for Election Day. 
uh, anyway. But uh, the FBI assisting investigation into what happened yesterday, kind of a scary day yesterday, with uh, what happened at Urbana High School. And um, police were over there most of the day yesterday sorting through all of that. And the FBI is assisting in that investigation. See you at home site purchase for new homeless shelter. Those three of the big headlines in the News Gazette today. Hutchcraft Van Service, they've been around since the 40s, family-owned, locally-owned. They're at uh, 1614 North Lincoln, a great, great warehouse out there. And uh, so many features they've added to serve you. Uh, Vans and trailers, trucks, they've got 50 of those special commodity drivers for transporting high-value equipment. Secure environmentally controlled warehousing, record storage services, office relocation, helping you move. They moved us three times seamlessly in our different locations. 1953, the Hutchcraft brothers became agents for United Van Lines. And they simplify moving in Illinois. Locally owned, locally operated. They've been on the air a long time, and they do a great job. Hutchcraft Van Service teaming up with United Van Lines to make your move as smooth as possible. Give them a call, 217-328-3333. Tonight, wall-to-wall coverage from CBS starting at 6 on the election, midterm election, so you can listen for that. And don't forget to be uh, registering for your chance to hang out in Grange Grove with us, Illinois and Purdue. The tent we have there, 8.30 a.m. is when it opens right next to Memorial Stadium. Kickoff at 11 Register now for your chance to win food, drinks, and more, WDWS.com. A break. We'll get it started in a moment on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Hey, it's Scott. Join us for Sports Talk every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. We talk all things Illini and more right here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. And he throws it away. Stolen by Shannon. Four on one break. Shannon with a left-handed flush. Shannon with a left-handed flush. Yeah, had a big night last night, over 20 points. Coleman Hawkins, a career-high 23, tied his career-high, I think, with 12 rebounds. Dane Danger with a double-double in the win over Eastern Illinois. Kansas City, Missouri-Kansas City coming up on Friday night at 8. They'll raise the championship banner that night at 8. All right, a lot of folks here want to jump in, and let's start with Patty. How you doing, Patty? Well, good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm awake. The best part I'm... about Election Day is yes. the ads will stop. <laughs> they were offensive, and if some of the things they say about each other is true, those people belong in jail, not in politics. Yeah. But I guess we do both. You know, it's our... funny because I thought the – and they have been. I mean, the ones on TV have been particularly – you know, they just – wow. Uh, they take the worst pictures of somebody and they throw them up there. Uh, well, so I and, find that interesting, but actually the ones in the primary I thought were worse on the radio. But yeah, they were pretty bad. And yeah. if you believe what they say, it, they're awful people. And if you don't believe what they say, that means they're lying. And do you want to elect a liar? So yeah. you know it's difficult. There were a few that were okay. Um, I need to ask you where I'm going to get the money to pay my gas and electric. And is it just electric that's going up, or gas and electric? Yeah. That's a good question. I everything I see is electricity, but I try to keep yeah. my bill between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and fifty dollars. What am I going to do when it goes to four hundred dollars? I, I can't pay it. I am retired. What? Who can we call? What can we do? Is there anything we can do? 
Yeah, I, I don't know if you call your your city council. Your, I mean, I don't know. Um, I know the Muhammad Village administrator said he said he's had a bunch of people calling him. Um, yeah, we need to call somebody who can make a difference. Yeah. And I don't know who that, how can we get another gas and electric supplier for competition? That's what keeps prices in check sometimes. Yeah, and there's been this stuff going around, you know, where they offered you could sign on for aggregation or whatever it was, or you could opt out or whatever. The I remember that a few years ago. Um, right, and very few people know what all that is even about. Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I, there's got to be some way because... I'm going to barely be able to make ends meet, and the way I'm going to do it is my charitable contributions are going to go. I can't afford them if I'm going to pay three times, not 20%, not you know 25%, but three times how much it's going to be. Yeah, well, the article today kind of explains you know, about what's going on. I don't know if they have right. any answers in there um, as to who you call. That's the one thing I, yeah, I'm just... Can- I'm just kind of glancing through it, trying to see if there's anything. It's you know the you list. You can tell me all you yeah. want, all yeah. the reasons, but I still can't afford to pay. Yeah, it. I know, I know. It doesn't help, does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it's okay. The- well, if you get any information, pass it on to us because okay. I'm not the only person in Urbana who's going to be stressed. Absolutely. Sounds like it's not just Urbana; it's everywhere else. Well, I think Urbana is going to be first, and then they'll all follow. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean. If you can't pay it, you can't pay it. What are we going to do? I know. Yeah. No, that's – and that and gas and everything at the store. I mean, it all um, – And groceries. And groceries. And then the stock market's going in the opposite direction, so mm-hmm. it's not a fun picture right now for senior citizens. I know. And if you've got a fixed income, that's uh, – <laughs> what do you do? Well, I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll pray for you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I'll pray for Bye. you. Thank you, Patty. All right. Yeah, good luck. I don't know what to tell you. Who you call in that regard? Uh, Nine nineteen. Ray's with us. Ray Elliott. How are you? I'm pretty good, uh, Brian. I just want to uh, let your uh, uh, listeners know that uh, this is uh, through night from November the seventh through the thirteenth. Operation Greenlight. It's a nice new national co- uh, collaborative uh, initiative uh, to support military veterans. Everybody, uh, the, as far as I know, the uh, county building is going to be lit up with green and. Uh, uh, so forth, just to support the veterans. Uh, you know, uh, there's 1.7 million veterans in this country, uh, and since 9/11, 30,000 of them have committed suicide. Uh, mm. 23,000 of them are veterans, and another 7,000 uh, that are active duty. So uh, they, they face a lot of challenges, and uh, it's just a little thing to put a green light uh, out in front of your house. Uh, the Urbana and Champagne Rotaries have done a great job. Uh, Betsy Hendrick has got a beautiful light in front of her house and so is Lou Simpson so have we uh it's not a big deal just put a green light out there to show them support hmm. so how do you get the green lights you, well you 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 can get them from uh we got I think we got ours from Amazon but mm-hmm. uh, uh they're around several places around I don't know exactly where all mm-hmm. uh, they would be but um, uh there's a lot of green lights around the country now uh, and around Champaign-Urbana, as I was driving home last night before the ball game, um, I saw several of them. Oh wow! Well, that's good. Yes, and, and it looks it looks beautiful uh, there. And it, it's it's not a big deal. Just put a green light in your uh, front door or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. and the the uh, nice the um, uh, 
State Farm Center is supposed to be uh, lit up as well, except when they have a ball game like they did last night until mm-hmm. November the 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And uh, courthouse and um, Brian or uh, Brad Gold, who's the uh, works with the v- uh, Veterans Assistance Commission, is the one who got the uh, courthouse. Uh, to decide to do it, and he sort of uh, spearheaded the uh, program to get this done. But it's a it's a national initiative that it's doing, and it's it's mm. not a big deal, but it does show support. Yeah, uh, and I think veterans need support, uh, particularly in in view of the fact that uh, uh, so many of them from Afghanistan and uh, Iraq have had multiple deployments over there, and they come back with PTSD. And um, I I am almost amazed at uh, thirty thousand. Uh, veterans and active duty people have committed suicide since um, oh. 9/11. That's that's just amazing. That's it's, a scary number. Wow. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. And just just to show a little support. I mean, uh, a lot of people uh, say, you know, uh, thank you for your service and so forth. To buy a meal when they see a veteran in a in a restaurant, but uh, the green light is just you, you got to have lights anyway. And mm-hmm. uh, the ones that I've seen are just beautiful out out front, and they, they're saying. Just keep them on all year to show support, and they look so. Uh, I was just amazed uh, what they looked like when I saw Betsy's uh, picture that she sent, and Lou Simpson hmm. uh, sent it, and uh, the one that we have here. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Well, what a great idea. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll look for that. And again, if you get a green light, just change out one of your bulbs or something, and just do that and uh, show yeah. support to veterans and. Uh, anywhere they can get information on this, I, I know there's Operation Greenlight. I think is a website. Yeah, the, the, it's that is Operation Greenlight is the website. Uh, my blog, uh, uh, Tales Press, I have an article on it, and there was a little piece in the, in the paper uh, uh, there, a press release that I'd sent uh, for Brad. Uh, but my my blog uh, at uh, Ray Elliott, or excuse me, uh, TalesPress.com uh, has an, has a blog on it about it too. All right, Ray. Always appreciate all you do for veterans. All right, thank so you very thank much, you, Brian. Uh-huh. Very good. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Ray Elliott, with us there. Nine twenty-three at DWS. Uh, some reaction to our first caller, Patty, talking about the uh, power bills and the cost in the kilowatt hours. I guess going up. Uh, did the caller apply for LIHEAP for power bill help? It works. Uh, call great Republican elected officials like Mary Miller or Chapin Rose. They should have answers for rises in electrical rates. Uh, somebody says buy candles. Yeah, all right. Uh, vote against the amendment to the Constitution on the ballot, which is simply a power grab by the unions. Even union members don't like this act. Talking about Amendment 1, which is on the ballot today. You can see that. Uh, Just an example of election lies. I saw a sign that said, vote no for Amendment 1, higher taxes. That Amendment 1 has nothing to do with higher taxes. It has everything to do with workers' rights. And somebody says, can you give us a Cliff Notes version of the pros and cons of the Amendment 1 up for vote today? Uh, Basically, it has to do with the right to collective uh, bargaining. For uh, It's a bargaining measure, collective bargaining measure. And uh, a yes vote says you uh, to put that in the Constitution, to enshrine it in the Constitution. A no vote says, no, you've got collective bargaining. We don't want it in the Constitution. That's the Cliff Notes version. And then you go, you dig a little deeper. And we had a couple of folks on pro and con against it, uh, pro for it and con against it that uh, kind of explain their, their viewpoints on it. But if you Google Amendment 1, uh, it'll, it'll show up. Amendment 1, Illinois, you can kind of go a little deeper than I just did there. 
All right, back to the phones here. Steve, how you doing, Steve? Pretty good this morning, thank you. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I've got a question about these early voting sites and also the uh, voting site that I was elected to. Uh, <laughs> well, the county clerk told me that's where I have to vote nowadays instead of the uh, place that I voted for 20 years. But when you get here, and I'm talking about the Bahamut Forest Preserve, the main pavilion, uh, it doesn't open until 11 o'clock for early voting. Uh, closes at 5 o'clock. Mm. Now, you know, for years, we've had 13 hours of voting from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. How do people vote early or late uh, at this site? I'm not understanding the if, ands, and buts here. Well, I think the the only day it's open that long is like today. The the early voting sites are just you know letting you vote early, but they don't they're not open six to seven or anything like that. I mean, my I voted at the Muhammad Library Sunday. It was open one to four. I mean, it was yeah, just yeah. Now, isn't that what are the rules and regulations for voting? Is there anything in place that says specifically the hours or? I I don't think so. Other than they. I, I don't know. I assume on election day, there's you know they have the rules of, of where they open at six until seven. Um, well, they, well, they've got signs up out here to preserve at uh, Lake of the Woods that says uh, gates will close at five o'clock. And so, uh, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's just because they uh, for this, I'm sure they'll leave them open. I mean, that, that's I, I have a stepson that works out there, so he's the one that opens and closes it. So I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they'll. Uh, They'll leave it open for voting. I mean that—that's just for every other day of the year, probably. Well, you would think so, but uh, I just didn't understand the opening at eleven o'clock in the morning and closing at five, even on the early voting days. Yeah, well, so, uh, probably I, hard I to get a probably hard to get election judges to do that every day for two months. I mean, that's that's a lot of time. Well, you, would, well, you know, and I've called the county clerk's office uh, three times and asked impertinent questions about this voting thing and you know like why they closed my place that i voted for 20 for 20 years and nobody can seem to answer that and i don't understand if they can't answer questions why they even answer the phone Hmm. uh it just doesn't make any sense Uh, especially when you have the mail-in ballots which allows you to vote early from the privacy of your home anytime you want to. Mm. So I don't. I'm just not getting this whole deal about the mm. early voting sites and closing up your your regular voting sites. Mm. Well, all right. Hopefully you voted. Thank. I'm headed that direction. Uh, there you go. There's a lot of cars out here. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> all right. Thanks, all right. Steve. Thanks for your time. Hey. Good luck. All right. Nine twenty-eight. A break. Back with more here. Penny for your thoughts on this election day. We'll have all the coverage for you tomorrow, two hours worth, with Jim Dye. Stay tuned. Baseline missed the dunk. Rebound, Shannon. Line eye on the break. Rogers, left wing, Hawkins for another three. Got another one. Oh, Coleman Hawkins is on fire. 34-20. Illinois by 14. Hawkins has hit five threes. He's up to 15. Timeout, Eastern Illinois. 9.32, 
Our news headlines during the course of the hour today brought to you by Blaine's Farm and Fleet, your ag headquarters, helping you get the job done right with farm supplies and equipment, fencing, feed, and more. Wisconsin-based and family-owned since 1955. All right, a couple of election uh, discussions here and a discussion about the football game. Let me get to Dave here. Go ahead, Dave. Um. I got a call from my daughter last night. She's in Lakeland, Florida. Okay, she's going to school there. And I don't know what to do with this. Um, she, she applied for permanent online status through the Champaign County Clerk, and it was approved on 826. Then it was approved again on 915. The online portal stated that her ballot was sent on October 3rd, but she never received it. Hmm. She called then on 12-28 to report a lost ballot and request a new one. She was told on the phone that a replacement ballot would be sent that day. The replacement ballot was not processed and sent until 11-2. The ballot that was received then on 11-7 was for Philo instead of Champagne. Hmm. So she had a ballot yesterday that is not even valid for the Champaign County members. And how? Do, what is she to do? She has done everything that she was supposed to do. Hmm. And yet she can't vote for the people that she wants to vote for for county board and the other elections that are in her district. And, I mean, she sent me a picture of her ballot that says it's for Philo. Hmm. How many elections do we have to go through with the wrong stuff happening? And I know mistakes happen, but she did everything she could, and now she's got a ballot that she can't even vote for. Hmm. Well, she can vote for the bigger stuff. Yeah. But it does not apply to her. When is this stuff going to stop? Is it that we're hiring incompetent people? Is it one slip up? But why is it every election that we have has problems in Champaign County anymore? Wow, that's frustrating. Um, now, I know that like you can vote if you're in Champaign County, you can vote at any precinct. Right, so it doesn't matter if you yeah. live in Champaign or Philo or whatever. But when you're uh, voting from Lakeland, Florida, yeah. and you have requested your on, you know, requested the stuff, it says that something's sent. It never got to her. How many people mm. has this happened to then? Too mm. has it only happened to one person in Champaign County? I guess that would be acceptable. No, it's really not because you've deprived that person of their voting ability. Mm. But. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Who does it all happen to? Does this go to the Illinois State Board of Elections? Is that who we report it to? I mean, because she now, what do we do with the, the situation? And how long do we allow this to go on in Champaign County? And I know probably Mr. Ammons is going to win, and we're going to go through another four years of it. Either hire competent people and get the system to where it needs to be, yeah. Or what what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, I guess I guess the best thing you could do is call someone like a Chapin Rose or, you know, let their office get on it and um see if they can apply some pressure that way. 
would be the but I'm I'm afraid I'm not I'm not much help other than a sounding board. I don't know what to tell you. Uh but I but I know but, the I mean, but I know the, the frustration data, you're got, having. We've got the data, we got the pictures, we've got the envelopes, and yet we've got no way for her to vote for her candidates. And my question is how many people have been deprived of that mm. right to vote as well? Mm. Good questions, Dave. Voters. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dave. I'm sorry your daughter's going through that. Okay. I, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. There you go. I know he's pretty frustrated. Um, man, it's one of those things I feel like the service counter at the airline. I don't know what uh, people that are not happy, and then I don't know what the answer is. But um, I suppose you reach out to your local lawmakers and uh, try to see if you can find out what happened there. But And I know his... His frustration is that how many other people has this happened to, or and uh, he's frustrated with um, the running of the county clerk's office. And uh, you know, if people want to change it, I guess they vote right accordingly. Or if they they think he's uh, the office has done a good job, then you vote for him. Uh, my understanding about the amendment, a listener says, it only affects public unions such as teachers and state employees. Vote no, or your taxes are sure to raise. Uh, hi, Brian. Wow, is that Illini team fast? Holy cow, fun to watch. Yes, they are a very fast. You will notice a stylistic difference for sure from the last three years. There's no doubt about that. Uh, addressing your caller, Patty, use your vote to cause change. That's a start to combat higher prices. All right, let's go to Zoe. How you doing, Zoe? Hi, Brian. Uh, wow. So many callers, I feel bad for it now. Yeah, <laughs> I sat here and listened to all of them, and uh, and I I think the green light for the veterans is a great thing. I think that Mr. Elliott made a good. Uh, I just think we need to do more than that, though. We need to, and I don't know how to do that, but we need to help them so that they mm-hmm. don't commit suicide. That's just so sad. Um, and I and I, Patty, we're all in this boat, I think, and it's just really awful about the the electric bills and the probably gas bills, too. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I called in because um, I was reading Emerald Robinson this morning, um, and she says that voting machines are malfunctioning around the country a lot of places, including, surprise, surprise, New York, New Jersey. Uh, I don't mean everywhere in those places. I mean uh, some places in Texas, Arizona. Uh, So, and she said, if you're in line, stay in line. <laughs> so I just thought I would pass that on. It's just interesting watching what's going on around the country. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. I know you will. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe. And we'll talk about it for two hours tomorrow with Jim Dye. All right, got to get this break in. Uh, hang on, Larry, Jimmy, Aaron. A lot of folks want to talk, and i got a limited time. What is that uh, long way to go and a short time to get there, right? Uh, back in a moment. Illini family, this is Brett Bielema. You've got the home of Illinois football. News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Back on a penny for your thoughts. 942. 
As we join you here, again, we'll talk about the election two hours tomorrow. Jim Dye, Patrick Finkson will join me as well. All right, got a lot of folks lined up here. I got to get to Mark David here in a few minutes, too. And then we got Paul Rudy's on the money. So let's zip through here as soon as we can. Uh, Jimmy. Hey, good morning, Brian. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm uh, sorry this call would have been more appropriate yesterday, but I started walking my dog. It's a beautiful day. She runs the show over here, and so we took a long walk. Uh, I didn't make it back in time to make a call to you. That's okay. Um, It has to do with the game Saturday, and I have never been so put off at a football game in my entire life. I've never seen this before, and I'm sure that somebody brought it up yesterday, uh, Tate wrote about it briefly in his column uh, on Sunday. The Michigan State players were faking injuries out on the field to stop our progress. It yeah. Was, it was ob- Did anybody call in yesterday oh, yeah. about that? Oh, yeah. A lot of people did. Okay. Yep. Seven, seven times, Brian, I counted this, okay? Mm-hmm. And I watched as these guys, the moment we're making progress, they take a knee now the game stops. I, I'm sure everybody went through, all through this yesterday. I'm going to say this. I love the game of football. Um, I love the Illini, too. But I'm a football fan first. Um, the, the game is what attracts me. And I love the strategies, and I love everything. But I'm going to tell you, the guy sitting next to me told me that that was a strategy that that team was, was using. And I instantly replied to him what that was, was really poor sportsmanship, and that if our team ever did anything like that, I would discontinue going to games. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. We talked about it. It's one of those things that you – it's kind of circumstantial um, evidence, but you can't prove it. It's like, well, maybe they are hurt, maybe they're not. and uh, Well, they're not and, hurt if they yeah. go over to the sideline and guys are patting them on the helmet. I was gonna, when I called in, I was going to ask you and, you and Lauren. What do you think of when a guy goes to the sideline and one of the coaches reaches over and pats him on the helmet? Yeah, well. Okay? Yeah. That's not, That's not. are you okay? Yeah. That's like, good job out there on the field, bud. You yeah. just helped us out. And these guys were going right back into the game. I don't know what to do about that, but it's sportsmanship. And, again, if our coach ever resorted to that kind of thing to win a football game, I'd quit going to the games. Mm. I really would. Hey Jimmy, I got to talk. I, I got to move I on. Hated that. But thank okay. you, sir. Yep. Uh, sorry, yep. I'm I'm thank racing you. here for time. Uh, Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, just fine. Hey, I've got three things. And okay. I'll make it quick. My daughter has not lived in this county or in this state for five years. Still receiving um, mail-in ballot stuff for her. And then I have a friend who has a daughter who received six different mail-in ballot forms and she got rid of them and then i also have a friend who's a farmer who has landlords that doesn't even live in this state were receiving mail-in things because they own property in champaign county something has to be done get out vote we need to get him out of the county clerk's office we've never had this problem ever and and we've got to get this straightened out. Get All right. Vote. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate you. Thank you. And Larry. Hey. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. 
Yeah, thank you for everything you do. I just want to relate a quick experience from my voting uh, this morning at 7 in Ogden. And as soon as I got there, there was a line. We were told it was going to be a while. There was a server problem, and Aaron Ammons was there the entire time. But it was a cluster I'd never seen. I'm 65 years old and never missed an opportunity to vote. And it was uh, it left less confidence in my my um, confidence that our voting system in Champaign County is just awful. Mm. Uh, I was given the wrong ballot. I I was voting in my booth and realized these aren't my county board uh, representatives on this ballot. So I said something, and, and Aaron says, we printed off the wrong ballot for you. So I'm not sure what happened to the spoiled ballot, but they printed me off a new ballot, and and there were just people wandering around. Uh, there was all kinds of problems. It was just a terrible voting experience, and, and I hate to be a Republican Democrat guy, but if we cannot get someone with more competence in the county clerk's office to run that, then we are in bad shape in Champaign County. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Larry. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, some people are upset, and I guess uh, the way to do it is <laughs> is vote right or I'll, try to. I'll, yeah, yeah, you got to try, I guess. Hmm. But hmm. we are so heavily Democratic in Champaign County that we'll just elect anybody that's on the ballot as a Democrat. It's it, that's how Aaron got in there in the first place. But all all Aaron's comments this morning, well, it's okay, it'll be okay, it's okay, and and I left there uh, just shaking my head. It was just a total cluster. Hmm. It was terrible. Well, but that's all I got to say. I appreciate your time, Brian. Thank you, Larry. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Another quick break. Uh, let me talk about the art fair real quick, and then we got Paul Rudy's on the money again. We'll cover the election in uh, great depth tomorrow. But uh, you can continue to text, and if you want to send your text in uh, over the course of the uh, show here and uh, during the day, you can text us, of course, WDWS.com. Let us know how it's going, and I'll read all of those tomorrow. Uh, 949, back in a moment. All right, we're back on a penny for your thoughts. I'm kind of rearranging stuff here as we go. Paul Rudy on the money coming up. Chapin Rose is on the line. What do you got for me, Chapin? Hey, just uh, Camille and I just tried to vote in Muhammad. It, it, it wasn't really possible because of the lines. So I'm suggesting that anybody listening who's got who can go to um, go out to any of the rural areas. You can vote at any precinct. So we're going to go to Hensley Township and do that. Uh, lines should be much smaller, but please, please, everybody check your ballots to make sure you're being given the correct ballots. Um, and, uh, before, you know, before you vote them, so look at them, make sure the races make sense, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, if you're worried about lines, uh, which, you know, it really, 
frankly just wasn't we saw multiple people trying to vote and, and then walking back out because it just wasn't possible um you know people got to work they got to you know all that stuff so mm-hmm. i guess you got to work unless you're a state employee today but everybody else has to work so <laughs> um if you're going to work and don't have time to stay in the line you know i'm pulling up to hensley township right now and it, it's not much of a line so check around go to one of the other places and, and find a smaller line but please get out and vote everybody mm-hmm. that's it brian okay and so was there an indication of any issue inside or there are just a lot of people voting or, it, or... no it's the biggest mess i've seen in you know, voting out there in decades and and uh you know it just doesn't look like it's staffed up properly but you know i, I again i think you know the best thing now for people i'm you know, there's only five cars out of Hensley Township Hall. So, and a couple of those will be the election judges. So, again, folks, just as a as a public service announcement here, you know, um, please get out and vote. But I would strongly suggest maybe you go to some of the smaller, more rural locations to avoid the the messes at the larger sites. Hmm. Um, and uh, with that, go line. I we're walking All in right. to go vote. Okay. Right? All right, we'll do it, and we'll talk to you maybe about electricity here in a couple of days. So. Oh, great. Sounds okay. good. All right. Thank you, Bye-bye. sir. There you go. State Senator Chapin Rose. All right. Uh, Mark David is with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing great. 39th Craft League of CU Art Fair. Right. It's coming up. 39th year. Um, mm-hmm. It would have been our 40th, but we had to postpone the 20. So next year, we're going to do 40th, and we're going to try to do something special. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to get all the members together, and we're going to try to do some special party for the end of the 40th, <laughs> 40th year. Very good. So when are we doing this? Okay, this is going to be this coming weekend. It's going to be on Saturday and Sunday, the 12th and 13th of November. And on Saturday, the hours are from 10 to 5, and Sunday is from 11 to 4. So plenty of time in between the Illinois game to come out and check, check the stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's at the Savoy Rec Center. Now, right. uh, I think we've had you on before about this, so you've got more artists than usual. Yes, one of, the, one of the advantages of moving to the Savoy Rec Center, this is our third year doing it, is that they have uh, more room than the old Urbana Civic Center, and we have 38 artists. Uh, we usually have about 45 to 50 applications. Everything is juried, and so we have 38 people. So it should be um, a lot of variety of um, art. You have photography, you have ceramics, you have basketry, you have knitting, a lot of different types of fun stuff to, for people to buy. The big thing I always try to tell people about this type of art fair is to buy local, and it helps the local community, it helps the local artists. Mm-hmm. All these artists are from the Champaign-Urbana area. We have maybe about five or six that are from Mattoon, Decatur area, and one or two from up north um, in the suburbs of Chicago to come down. So it's really a local flair. What all will people see? What kind of different things? Well, you're going to see uh, basketry, ceramics, jewelry, fiber, painting, printmaking, photography, glass, woodworking, uh, all different types of stuff like that. All prices are going to be are varied depending upon the, uh, the vendor. And uh, the big thing is this is local art. This is something that people have made, and that's one of the requirements to get into the show. You have to be an artist. Again, visiting with Mark David, the 39th Craft League of CU Art Fair down at the Savoy Rec Center coming up this weekend, Saturday, November 12th, Sunday, November 13th, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5, Sunday, 11 to 4, free admission and parking. And they have more room now, so you can have more uh, more art and more crafts and everything else that is uh, going on. Um, this history of this, you mentioned uh, juried. Tell me what juried is. 
Sure. And, uh, and you've been doing that for a long time? Yeah, we've been doing that since 1985. And what a jury means is that people will send in um, now electronically. Uh, they require five images and a picture of their booth. We have four artists that review the, the, the entries, and we decide if they are good or bad. If they're, we put them on a waiting list. We put them when we do not select them. And we go from that standpoint. So it, it's a it's a very competitive um, art sale. Well, you think about where all you've been over the years: a church basement, the Urbana Civic Center, and now at the Savoy Rec Center. Yeah, so that's that's you've grown quite a bit from a we basement have, to a rec center. <laughs> <laughs> we have grown, and one of the nice things about it is, even though we have grown in the number of booths we 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 can uh, service. The number of people applying and the quality of the art has improved over the years. I started doing this in 2009, and um, I just I've just seen just uh, so much improvement of the local art here. There's a mm-hmm. lot of good talent in this it, area. Even when we don't realize it, it's I'm right sure. around us. Yeah, it's right? all around. You yeah. just don't realize it, right? Yeah, and I know it's also an opportunity for the craftspeople locally to kind of get the word out and appreciate the crafts in our community. Right. 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 They want to, it's kind of like, uh, you know, they want to strout. They want to show people what they've been doing mm-hmm. and uh, some, some, a lot of new things. We have, we have some people that have been in the show for over 30 years mm-hmm. and they have a, a following that comes every year. It's, it's, it's so unique to see these people just, you know, flock to them. And, uh, but anyway, so we have a lot of, uh, uh, local artists, a lot of pride. We want the community to come out and see us and support us, and nothing else is uh, come out and, and mm-hmm. say hi. Yeah. So some people are fairly new at this, and others have been around right since right. the beginning. Right. I think we got like about six or seven people that have been there for over thirty years. We have another group of about maybe fifteen that's been there for ten years or so, and then every year we'll a- add another three or four new ones. So we have like I think I think this year we have like five new artists in, mm. in the show. Well, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm and, looking forward uh, to it. Make your plans for number 40 next year, but 39th this year, Saturday, November 12th, Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Sunday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., free admission, no cost, great local artists, basketry, ceramics, jewelry, printmaking, photography, glass, woodworking, various pricing levels, it's all there. And uh, from Champaign-Urbana, Mattoon, Decatur, some from Chicago and other areas, but uh, most of it local. That's so we'll right. Look forward to it. Shop local. All right. Where should people go for information? Just uh, we have a we have a website you can go into. We also go into Facebook. Facebook has if you just type in um, Craft League Champagne Urbana, the Facebook has a free site you can go into. You don't have to be a member of it. And you can view it and get information from that. Yeah. Um, also, in that site, we'll show pictures of most of the artists. Some of the people have been doing a lot of uh, displaying uh, you know the different artists mm-hmm. so this is not this is not a one-man show okay i have probably about a dozen or so people helping me out mm-hmm. with things and so it makes my job easier uh from that standpoint hey mark thanks for coming in all right on thanks a, a busy lot, day appreciate it there okay. you go the 39th annual annual art fair at a new location again they've been in uh, now the rec center for a couple of years and there they are in savoy again right so check it out this weekend all right, uh, I got to get out of here. It is ten oh two. It's WDWS Champaign Urbana. We've got um, Paul Rudy on the money coming up here after ten. And again, Jim Dial, join me for both hours tomorrow, and we'll have Patrick Finkston join us. We'll talk all about the election. Give us your reports and what you, you've seen. If you want to text in or whatever, you can. We'll get all of that 
uh, on the air here in the next couple of days and maybe talk a little electricity with these uh, rates going up. And that's going to be a big story. We'll talk maybe with Chapin about that on Thursday. And we'll do a little Veterans Day um, show for you on Friday. And Illini Friday as well. Man, a lot of stuff going on. 10.02, that's it for me today. Paul Rudy just around the corner.